And we're back. Episode six for the tube station. Welcome back. EP six. Travel. That's the topic today. That's also the title that you've already seen. Yes. Very blunt today. We're we're spending the entire episode talking about everything basically that has to do with traveling out of the country. Whether or it's... should we get into just travel in general a little bit too? Go for it. Start us off. This might be a fat episode. It could be. <laughs> I have a feeling this one could be fat. But anyways. <laughs> oh fuck, dude. I wish I was baked right now, honestly. Like just in general. Just not ideal. Just as a for general a... rule of thumb, general opinion. Yeah, you're stuck in that hotel. No ability. It's a little, it's a, it's a little weird. Plus you can't really go to people at an internship and be like, yo, got any weed, bro? <laughs> well, that's one thing. It's like I have no idea if any of the like fellow interns like do any form of drug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably not a good idea to ask anybody either. Yeah, unless you get real tight. But even then, um, but yeah, today is a travel podcast episode. If you're thinking about traveling in the future, if you aren't, but you just want to know what it's like, you could get a little glimpse here, exactly from us. So, uh. We'll break it down. We'll we'll start by talking about international travel, I think. And uh, what what are some of the places that you've been to? I've been to well, how many countries? Do you have the number at the top of your head right now? Nine. I wrote it down. Nine. Well, I mean, if you count Canada, it's ten. Yeah, we're counting Canada and Mexico and stuff. Okay. Ten. Literally anywhere besides the United States. Ten. Okay. <clears throat> I'm. Five. Five. So I'm exactly half. And we definitely overlap all of them except for maybe probably one. Japan, um, right? Yeah. I've yeah. been to Asia. Have you ever been to the continent of Asia? If I think... Is Israel... Is the Middle East Asia? I think it is. Yeah. So technically, yes. yes, I was in Asia when I went to Israel. Fuck, this might sound really dumb, but I don't know where the fuck Israel is. Like, it's I know like the, the region, but, like, if you said, like, where is it right now on a map, I don't know. If I gave you a map of the Middle East, could you figure it out? No. It's tiny, dude. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, like, it's like New one Jersey. of the smaller countries. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's but, the size of New Jersey. Is it near India? No. No, okay, dude. See, so the Middle there East. You go. Yeah, there you go. It's deep to the east from there. <laughs> yeah, so it's not. Wait, so it might not be in Asia then. No, it's. In, I'm pretty. I'm ninety nine percent sure the Middle East is Asia. Okay, let's go through your list first, and we'll. So mine is Mexico, uh, the Dominican Republic, Italy, Israel, 
Switzerland, Spain, England, Ireland, and France. Fuck France. I'll get into that later. I'm not a huge fan either. But uh, my list is Canada. Wait, did you say Canada? And Canada. (laughs) I don't even count Canada, dude. Canada is literally America. It's just like a little nicer. I mean, I don't know. It's like a little happier. When I like drive up to the border and I got to like, well, when you come back in, like into the U.S. from Canada, those dudes are not nice, dude. Like those people at the border that are like letting you into America, they are not playing games. Fuck no. They don't fuck around at all. Dude, it's it's serious. So like when I'm doing that through, I'm like 99 percent sure they'd search the car just because of what we look like. I've gotten I've literally done the. I've crossed the border into the U.S. twice, and my car has gotten searched one of the times. So I'm 50% on car searches. I, I didn't even have anything illegal, so I was just like, I wasn't nervous at all, but he was like rummaging through my trunk. I was like, damn, bro. <laughs> Relax. Yeah, I, um, can you bring, since Michigan, weed is legal, right? Mm-hmm. Can you bring weed from Michigan to Canada or vice versa or no? That's that's a good question. Probably not. I honestly don't know. But what I've I've tried to bring alcohol in and I didn't even know if that was legal. Well, I don't know why it wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think as long as you don't bring like a shitload cuz then it's like you're going to sell it. Yeah. Same with like cigarettes. You can't come back with a fuckload of cigs. Mhm. But, uh, yeah, Canada. So that's one, (laughs) uh, Italy, France, England, all overlapping with you. And then I've been to Japan, which was honestly insane, an insane story. And I'll tell it later, but, um, uh, I mean, getting a little more serious traveling, I think the Japan trip aside, I studied abroad two summers ago. And, like, it changed my life. And I feel like that's such a cliche thing to say. And then you always, like, in Real Bros of Simi Valley when Danny's, like, I, I lived in Italy. It's like, uh, you were there for six weeks studying abroad, so relax. Yeah, but it's of... I, it really does feel like you're, like, living a different life almost because you are and the culture is so different. And I think that's why it's really important to at least go to Europe or Asia or one of the major continents other than North America. Yeah, because, I mean, North America across the board is like, I mean, not North America, but just Canada and America and the United States. They're super fucking similar. They're pretty much the same thing. It's just like a line. Um, But when you get into Mexico, it's a little different for sure because – they're not like they're not a first world country at all. They're pretty fucked. Um, but obviously, when I went to Mexico, I wasn't fucking around the slums and shit. Um, Mexico was a good time. I went the first time. I think that was probably the first time I left the country. I was like five. I went to Mexico with my family. Five? Yeah. Damn. I like barely remember it. But my it was weird because my cousin's girlfriend came with us, but my cousin didn't go. And like, and they're tw- like, like she, it was like a 20, 25 year old girlfriend, probably maybe even like younger, closer to our age. 
but she was like super hot and i remember i was like i think i was five i might have been like six or seven but i was, I was gonna say you had to have been older when i was, I was five i wasn't thinking oh that she's hot like yeah. i was just like oh look I was toy. Probably like, yeah you're right i'm probably i was probably Slide. like six or seven seven more like but either way i just remember like the whole time i was like crushing on her and i was and like i was just a little kid so like it wasn't like i was old enough to the point where it'd be weird for a 25 year old girl to be talking to me a bunch i was like a little little kid so it was like harmless so yeah I just remember that and then went back a couple other times, but we went back uh, like two years ago and it was during the week the uh, Steelers played the Patriots in the AFC championship and the whole thing happened with that last catch and it was all bullshit. I never saw that game. Well, I went back and watched it later, but I didn't see it live because I blacked the fuck out at the little swim-up bar. I was drinking Dirty Monkeys and Blue <laughs> Hawaiians and Mai Tais for a long time. And we probably got there at like 11, and me and my parents and my sister were all just drinking. And the last thing I really remember is them saying... Like, do you, do you want to go get some, like, lunch? We're going to go get something to eat. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, like, I'll just I'll just chill here. And after that, the rest is, like, pretty much a blur. But I have some videos. I'll actually throw those up. It was, uh, I was just plastered, and that's, like, probably the one. It's really the one time I've, like, totally blacked out. I've had, like, nights where you're patchy and you don't remember everything. But I always, like, remember the end or, like, s some piece. I just, like, blacked out at, like, 11, and I don't remember, like, anything else. But. I mean, well, yeah. I I know multiple people from all walks of life that have some, like, sus Mexico stories about them blacking out. They're like, yeah, I drank, like, one pina colada. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I woke up, like, on the side of a ditch yeah, like, see, luckily I was just fucking crushed. I was drinking all day. Everything was fine. But, I, yeah, I really don't remember. And then I just woke up at, like, midnight, and I went on Twitter and shit and found out what happened about the game. And we were chilling with this family, and the one girl hit me up because she, like, couldn't find – their brother couldn't find their wallet or something. And she was like, we're going out to, like, look if you're, like – trying to chill or whatever because it was their last night and we were chilling with them like all week so i was like fuck it i'll go back out so we went to hit like a club and shit after we found the wallet and it like wasn't a big deal so i got like re-plastered i probably had like four or five more drinks but then i re-blacked out <laughs> so like i was still definitely hammered when i woke up and i just needed a few to get me back to the point where i didn't remember anything but we just hit a little club and it was dead because it was on the beach or, like, on the resort, I mean. So it was, like, only people there could have gone. And it was, like, midnight on, like, a Wednesday or some shit. <laughs> so nobody, I don't know, nobody was really there. And then I just fucking, again, somehow ended up back in my room. And the next, like, afternoon I woke up and fucking terrible night. But 
I was pissed because I missed probably the biggest game in the last like twenty years that the Steelers played, it, unless you count the Super Bowls. But I don't know. It was just a shitty ass night, and Mexico, Mexico got the best of me. That's all I can really say. The dirty monkeys and the blue Hawaiians. It's too much. I feel like Mexico has like this reputation. Like you're not going there to like experience another culture. You're not going there to like visit (laughs) some landmarks. Like you're literally like going there to just like be a little risky in like a different country. Basically, people literally just go there to underage drink, or but you're not just drink in general. (laughs) You know what I mean though? Like it's you're not going there and like experiencing like what it's like to be in a different. it's society. Just, no, it's more about like the weather. <laughs> yeah, it's, and like the vibe. It's hot, and you but can you like basically go off the resort. It's like want. a little like little town they have, but the town's like super touristy, so it's real safe. <laughs> just all a bunch of tchotchkes and shit. Yeah, you can basically do just whatever you want there, and that's just like the positives about it. Whereas I think Europe, Europe's like create. It's a whole different ball game over there. It's so, like, mind-blowing, honestly. Because there's so many people in Europe. Are there more people in Europe or North America? I feel like that's a good Definitely question. Definitely Europe. Because we're a country. Oh, wait, wait. Like, all... Okay. Is North America just Mexico, Canada, and United States? Yeah, and I think there's... No, yeah. I think that's it. Are there a few islands... Hawaii. Is the Bermuda? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a state. I'm saying like countries that are islands. Well, like are they the, a part of North America? The Caribbean. Yeah. What is is that a country? I think it's a zone, like a zone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a zone. I don't know, dude. I, like uh, I don't think. Uh, maybe it's an I area. guess it is a country. I don't it's know. an area. <laughs> It's the land. Whatever the fuck the Caribbean is. Either way, it's like five countries tops, but I'm pretty sure it's yeah, three. Not, well, Compared not like to like the, the 50 countries in Europe, yeah. no way there's more people in North America. No chance. Yeah, true. There's definitely more people in Europe. Um, but yeah, I think that's it's definitely like interesting because that just further proves my point. Like when you go there and you realize like almost everything is different then you like understand wow like america is just like literally one place on earth whereas like that literally doesn't hit you if you just stay in america your whole life it's weird because we're so fucking big Mm -hmm. that like we travel state to state and nothing like it kind of changes like if you go to fucking nebraska and then you go to like los angeles there's a difference but yeah it it's not this it's not even near what like the difference is from country to country and that's the other thing a lot of the countries there are tiny so you can just hop on a fucking high speed train and zip over to another country in like an hour or two depending on where you are it might be like a half hour but i think that's the difference so like people in europe get more exposed to different cultures because they have it's more accessible 
Well, I mean, the like, if you were to drive from Ohio to Pennsylvania, like, you could probably take that same amount of drive and drive from, like, Sweden to Switzerland. <laughs> and the difference between Ohio and Pennsylvania is literally nothing. And the difference between, like, Sweden and Switzerland could theoretically, like, this is just an example. I'm saying any country to country in Europe, like, you could just go to an, a completely different world. Yeah, exactly. Um, Europe's just, Europe makes you realize how fucking young we are, too. Yeah. Because they have buildings that are literally, like, they have 10,000-year-old, like, sites that mm-hmm. uh, that there used to be, like, towns or cities or whatever at. So, like, that's fucked. We're, like, what, 400 years old? Uh, 1776? Yeah. <laughs> I no, was just thinking of a no, joke. No, we're, like, like, not even 300. <laughs> I was just thinking of a joke of someone thinking that we were, like, 2,020 years old. <laughs> <laughs> There's I, I, People definitely think that the Earth is 2,020 years old. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 100%. Um, but, but I mean, they have buildings there that have been standing 10 or 15 times longer than we've been established as a country like that. I don't know. It's just crazy. Once you see it and you realize the oldest building here is just like some log cabin that's real shitty and not that old. (laughs) I feel like it's been, and has been repaired countless times. And then you go over there and you see like a 3000 year old building that hasn't been touched just because aliens built it. I feel like a good example that could be even like relatable to a bunch of people is the Coliseum. Like you think of it as such like a, it's like a stereotypical tourist site in Europe, like maybe the most famous. Yes. So say Eiffel Tower, but I mean in, in school growing up, like you learn about the Coliseum and like what they did in it. But like, that just seems like it's like not even real almost. Like, you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, that was, like, thousands of years ago, blah, blah, blah. Like, they had people killed each other in there, whatever. And then, like, you've been there and I've been there. Like, when you're standing there, you're, like, you can't even, like, wrap your head around the fact that this building was around thousands of years ago hosting these things that you learned about where there's people literally killing each other. They're tossing people in there and then like throwing a lion in and they're just like, let's, this should be fun. It was some crazy shit going on there. Oh yeah. Coliseum was crazy. Uh, yeah. They, I mean, they, dude, they figured out how to flood that shit. They'd Once. fill it up with water and have ships fight in it. <laughs> There's no Dude, look it up right now. I'm telling you. Ships fighting in the Coliseum. Dude, they were so fucking sophisticated, they could flood the Coliseum. Dude, I really don't believe that. I was Look there. It up it's right not now. that big. Look it up. Not like, okay, they weren't huge ships, but they had fucking... I'm looking it up right now. Um, But anyways, the Coliseum also is like the first place that sports like started. The first naval battle at the Coliseum was held in 80 AD during the arena's oh, yeah, opening the, ceremony. Right here. It's a TED Talk from like three months ago. 
The Romans flooded the Colosseum for sea battles. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. These fuckers were on a different level. <laughs> flooding it for sea battles. Like, they were flooding it for fun. They're like, oh. But do you know how, how fucking smart Sunday. you have to be to pump, like, 20 million gallons of water into that fucker? <laughs> and then safely get it out without flooding everything? Yeah. Like, what the... That's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I mean, and it's still standing today. I mean, it looks a little fucked, but it's pretty fucking good, though. It's yeah, and it's a good portion of it is totally original. So it's monumentally older than like anything in this country, oh, and that's the yeah. point you're trying to make. Um, what would you say is like what is the importance of traveling? to a different continent. I think it opens you up to different, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting to see other cultures and how other people live, eat other people's food. I mean, food is like on it. Food and architecture are the things that I always bring up when I talk about travel. Cause I'm like, we were already talking about some of the buildings, you look at them and it's just like, jaw-dropping how beautiful and in intricate they are yet they were built thousands of years ago by people with hammers and chisels so it's just it's like almost kind of fucking magical and when, when you're looking at some of these ancient landmarks and how well preserved they are um so like i don't know how that really affects you but i think it is it's just good to be exposed to new things and just to experience other cultures. And um, and I think a lot of people, I'm sure a lot of people travel when they're young and they find a place that they really like and they say, fuck it, I'm going to live here because I like their politics better, I like how they live better, whatever it is. I mean, I would love to fucking get a little house in Italy someday just because of how insane the food is. It's a beautiful ass country. I have family there, so, and that's the other thing. I think, um, I mean, we're the melting pot, so most of us have family outside of the country that aren't very far disconnected from us, um, and probably six or seven years ago, we, we being my family, uh did the whole, uh, what's that tree website called? You find your family. <laughs> Fuck. Ancestry.com. And, yes, Ancestry.com. <laughs> and we, like, uh, figured out the tree and all that shit, and we found all of, like, a, a lot of our family in uh, Italy. So we reached out on Facebook, because Facebook's international. Everybody's on that shit. And we started talking to them. And since then, I've been there and visited them like three or four times. A lot of them have uh, visited Pittsburgh and uh, stayed at our house. So it's just awesome to be able to have family and connections in other countries. Um, and uh, I don't know, it's just, just always it's kind of trippy to meet people that are like totally different from you. Like some of them like don't even speak your language. Some of the, like some of the people I met in my family spoke absolutely no English, um, so it's just like weird to think that they have a direct blood relation to you, 
but you live like totally different lives and can't even yeah. communicate. But it's only two or three generation apart that splits you up, you know? It's trippy. Building off of that, um, I think for me, I think it's important because I'm a big perspective guy. I feel like when you gain a new perspective, you grow as a person. And I feel like that's like a root of growing and becoming more mature and just growth in general um, is gaining new perspectives. And I think why I think it's so important is because like I've seen myself grow like from a person who had never really left the country and just not understood different cultures or like how small we really are, how young we really are, like you talked about until I studied abroad a few years ago and it just kind of changed everything. And I think like everyone should, I don't even want to make it seem like narcissistic where I'm like, everyone should be in the mind frame that we're in because we've been out of the country. But honestly, I feel like it makes you just a better overall person and a more intelligent, bigger person in the end. If you go to a different country experience that culture, go to another country, experience that culture, and just then start to grasp the fact that everyone in the world is living like a different life. And societies are so different and cultures and the food and the buildings, like you said. And I think that's why everyone should visit, I would say Europe especially, because like you said, you can just hop on a train and just like, hit like a bunch of different shit in like a weekend yeah <laughs> like, dude you could just zip around on those trains it's crazy yeah um but yeah i'll hit studying abroad for a little bit just because i know we have some college kids or future college kids listening to this but um i think the advantages of studying abroad are the fact that you can go to these places you're still young and you're a part of like this controlled program where like you're not getting like overwhelmed uh literally or financially and you're knocking out credits at the same time but i think studying abroad is literally the easiest way to visit a different country and if you can do it another way you're just lucky um but yeah um for sure i mean you're my sister you're obviously... my sister traveled abroad she went to she lived in uh, geneva switzerland for a whole semester and uh, just when she was there, I think she hit like 13 or 14 countries because <laughs> um, like every weekend you can kind of just head out and go wherever you want. And it's cheap as fuck. And from what I hear, like st- when you study abroad, you have like a, so much free time. Yeah, like maybe <laughs> like five, seven hours a class a week. Yeah. And the rest of it, you can just do whatever the fuck you want. So like that's really cool because you kind of just got get to live your own little life uh, in, a, in a whole different environment. Um, and like you said, with study abroad programs, it's way cheaper than it is just taking a, a vacation. Like you couldn't take a mm-hmm. month long or a semester time long uh, trip and pay for it yourself. I mean, you'd need probably $10,000 if you wanted to do <laughs> like a couple months in Europe. Um, Maybe even more, but yeah, I think if you're in college, you should definitely, uh, definitely consider that. So 
what's your favorite country that you've been to? Obviously, you're Jewish, so Israel oh, was shit. probably... I'm looking at my list. I actually have 10 countries. Yeah, well, you forgot Canada. Your Canada's not on your list right now. And uh, Amsterdam. But that's... Uh, is that a, that? That's the Netherlands, Holland? right? Netherlands, yeah. Yeah. Or Holland. Yeah, that's so sick to me. Dude, I've always they been a fan names. of like the country because of, like their soccer team is like... Their colors are orange and white, which and like navy blue, which I just think is a cool combo. But at this like, whenever they like score a goal when I was younger and I was into soccer, the announcers are just like, Holland, Holland's done it, and it's just like it's just so sick that they have like two different names. I probably, uh, I don't know. I have, I don't know. There's perks of every country that I'm looking at here, except France. <laughs> so, what is your favorite? I don't know. Uh, probably Italy. Mm. More or, than Israel. I, that's what I'm saying. It's like Italy, Israel, and Amsterdam. Those three are definitely at the I top. I feel like Amsterdam is just fun, but I don't know anything about like the actual place Amsterdam or culture. Amsterdam is fun, but it's really fucking cool. Like how it's set okay. up. Like there's no cars. Every, just bikes. Everybody bikes, dude. It's, <laughs> yeah. Like it's crazy, bro. They have like parking garages full of bicycles. <laughs> parking garages for bikes. Yes, dude, and they're filled because every like there's no need for a car. You can just bike everywhere, and it's super progressive and liberal. So like everything pretty much goes. It's it's kind of yeah. weird though. Like you can't walk down the street with a beer, but, but you can you walk smoke? down the street with a joint. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh but the so food is, there's really cool too because um they're super close to uh Belgium. So they have like really good there's some there's a few spots that have like really good uh crepes and fries and stuff like that. But other than that the food's not crazy, but it's just a good um a good place to uh kind of party, I guess. You can have a so lot of fun in Amsterdam. So you've cut it to three. If you had to make a choice, gun to your head right now. Italy. All right. Same. Mine's definitely Italy. The food of the five. is fucking insane. It's honestly <laughs> like incredible. The shit, like well, the shit food there, is so good, dude. I like, didn't did. Did you have ever stop at any like, uh, like, like little panini carts, just like on the street? <laughs> No, like, not a panini car. Yeah, I like there were a few times where I'd stop at just like it was like a food truck, but it wasn't even. It was more like an ice cream cart with just like a fucking propane tank. But the dude was like whipping up paninis there, and it was like fucking two or three euros for a little panini, and like fresh tomato, fresh mozzarella on it, dude. It's so fucking good. Like, and that shit's like garbage food for them, but it's all like fresh and delicious to like. A shitty American palate that eats processed food every day. I was gonna say it would be hard to find bad food in Italy. Yeah, like I, I can't remember a meal that I was like I wasn't happy with or wasn't thrilled with. Rather, I think the best pizza I had there, if not one of the best, was like some like corner shop and like. The pizza's already made, so it's kind of fast foody. Like, they just take a made slice and throw it in the oven for, like, five minutes. Insane. 
give it for, to you. It was like literally like sex in my mouth, dude. It just like <laughs> melted and it like all the ingredients, you just taste them all together. I feel like pizza in America, especially like fucking Hampton, like it all We don't have a single same. good spot in Hampton. It's all just tastes the same and we're just like, it's like one solid taste. You're like, oh, this is just the taste of pizza. Yes. <laughs> but like when you eat it there, it's like each ingredient, you like feel it coming together. I think New York's the only one that like could compete with Italian Maybe. pizza. Because I've had some slices in New York that are just fucking insane. But uh, yeah, I think the best slice I ever had was in Venice. And like same shit, they were just like sitting out, popped them in the yeah, air. It's a- and it's the best thing you've ever had. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll take seven more, please. Yeah, exactly. Um, and normally, that's another thing. Is like, I normally eat my pizza with ranch. Like, if I'm getting it from fucking Messina's or Pasquale's oh, or fucking none of whatever. That shit. No, they're like, they don't even have ranch. Like, <laughs> no, you dude. Even, you wouldn't want it if they did. No. Like, you wouldn't even want it. It'd make it worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would taint it. <laughs> the other thing that was kind of weird that. I noticed when I was there, um, like tipping is not no. not normal at Do not all. Tip, offensive. I was with <laughs> I was with my cousins and I like threw down like like two or three euros after I ate and they were like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Just tipping them." Like they're like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "I'm giving money to the waiter, like just for doing a good job." They're like, "Why would you do that?" And I was like, "I never mind. I'll." There we go. I'll save my money. But yeah, exactly. that shit's like not normal. And I wanted to get like I wanted to get a leftover box and my cousins were like that's kind of like <laughs> they said it was rude actually. To ask for like to a- ask to take home my leftovers. And I was like how is it rude? Like I can't finish it, but I'm making like a solid effort to take this home because it's very good. Mm-hmm. But apparently it's fucking rude there, so yeah, it's different. nice that you don't have to tip because it makes the meal cheaper. But I think that's that's a good segue. Let's let's get into. We talked about Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Italy, Italy is our favorite country. <laughs> yes, having a little technical difficulties there. <laughs> um, let's talk about France though. Ah. Oh. Because in France, uh, the, the only reason I think this connects is uh, – I'll, I'll just mention this slightly, and I don't know if this happened to you as well. But I got pissed off anytime I try to go out to eat because water costs money. Did water cost money for you? Well, you can't see, have a free beverage. The thing is when I was in Fran- – I was in a small town in France. I never went to like uh, Paris or anything. But through my travels, I've encountered many French people who are all the same across the board. Uh, French people smell like absolute asshole in armpit with a hint <laughs> of diarrhea. They don't get the fuck out of the way. No. They just stand in the middle of the street or the sidewalk or wherever you are. Wherever you need to be, they're in the way. Every time. you can If, you, if you're trying to get through a crowd of people and someone's not moving... I guarantee they're French because they, they're just assholes. And take a whiff. If he stinks, he's definitely French. And the other thing is France has no fucking food. No. That was probably the worst part. 
Yeah. I, people are going to say French fries, but I'm, that's Belgium. I'm 99% sure that's from Belgium. I, I know there's something about French fries where, like, they're not from France. Yeah, they're not. But I don't know the story. Uh, crepes might be from France. Okay. I mean, they they Ooh. rule. Like, I, they've claimed the the bread and bakery industry. That's their claim to fame. But Dude, even then, it's Italy not... Bread in Italy was fucking insane. Yeah, it's not impressive. You can like, get amazing bread in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Bread's it's not easy. next level. <laughs> Like the bread and like yeah. the crepes. Texas Roadhouse probably has the best bread I've ever that's, had. That's another thing is like croissants, right? Like that is literally so French. French as fuck. Like the name is French as Croissant. fuck. And like I had multiple in France. And just like it was like I was, at, <laughs> I was at Eden Park. <laughs> like they just tossed me a croissant. I was like, it's not bad. It's just fine. I'm not. Th- yeah, I'm not like, wow. So yeah, we're not we're not fans of France, and no. I I spent two weeks there, and it was just like not that enjoyable. Oh, the Eiffel Tower is sick. The it's language sick. is fucking gross too. The landmarks are cool, dude. Like you have to give them the landmarks. What other than the Eiffel Tower? So have you been to the Arc de Triomphe? Oh, uh, dude, there's dirty. many arcs around. There's one right outside of the Coliseum that's fucking huge. That looks just like it. But Maybe. it is a I, famous I, historical like landmark, so I'll give it to him. Like but the greatest the best pictures I took. They're fa- they're they're damn lucky they have the Eiffel Tower. Oh, cuz that's lucky. <laughs> that's the only reason people go there. And it's Cool. I mean, it's not going to blow you away. I mean, you should you should see it though. I mean, I'm not going to yeah, roast it. Yeah, I guess I'll, like I'm not going to sit I'll here and tell you the Eiffel Tower is shit. But I'm not. I'm not yeah. in any rush to go to France. I'm not going to sit here and tell you the Eiffel Tower is not worth going to though. Like you should see it. Yeah. But um. Did you yeah, go to England? Of, yes. Hated it. Uh, yeah, but England, not as much as France, England's like but didn't like it. It's it's really just like um it's super like American honestly, except for like the the royal shit. Like yeah. when you're walking around, you're walking around like a city. Yeah. It's not old unless you go like out into the countryside and see like distant shit. But when you're in um, what's like the main city in England? London. Oh, <laughs> London. <of course. laughs> When you're in London, that shit's just a straight city. Like, it's not... I mean, there's some old shit mixed in, but it's it's really, like... It's really modern. And it's... The cars are on the... Food's not great. The cars are on the wrong side of the road, and the wheel's on the wrong side of the car. It's it's a little fucked. Yeah. But other than that, it's really not, like, special. And it was just kind of like... I felt like I... At the end of it, I wasn't disappointed... I was just kind of like, I didn't need to go there, but I guess I'm glad I saw it. Yeah. I mean, Buckingham Palace is pretty fucking sick looking. Yeah. Well, and the soldiers that stand there, like, you kind of hear about that growing up, whatever. Like, it's real as fuck. Like, they'll just stand there and they will not move. No, they won't. And then, like, once every, like, five hours, yeah, they 
they get subbed out. Yeah, that is pretty cool, but... Well, I saw a dude, uh, like, they have a designated water guy. So, like, he walks around with a giant water bottle and walks up to the soldier and, like, pours it in their mouth because they can't move. (laughs) And just, like, hits them with water every, like, 30 minutes. That's kind of crazy. That's, like, the... uh... Why would you do that? Do you ever think, like... I don't know, because... It's not like you're well, serving I your country, when I was or is it? A, um, no, they're like royal staff. I don't think they'd be military. But um, I remember like taking a tour, and then I asked the tour guide, and he's like, half the people like really resp- not half. Like he said, maybe like a quarter of the people like really respect the queen and like the royal mm-hmm. family. But yeah. like most of them just look at them as like a, like the celebrity family. Like, they're yeah. not that important. So, well, they also, I don't know why you would fucking devote your life to, like, doing that stupid shit. You must be getting bank. I don't know, though. Literally. Maybe, I guess. Well, because the royal family's worth unlimited. Do they even have a net worth? Like, I think I they think, just have I think money. The family is, unlimited money. I'm pretty sure the family might be worth, like, close to a But trade. they probably toss their soldier people, like, a fuck ton of money to stand there and just be traditional and whatever. Yeah. But that's definitely why, like, people in that country hate that family is because, like, they're like, why the fuck, why are you special? Like, you literally were born into this family. There's nothing about you that deserves this. I don't think they have to pay taxes either. I, aren't They are the taxes, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Maybe it's that. Well, there, I mean, like I know a royal, they have a There's, like, a royal too. tax or something. They get yeah. tax money. Exactly. Like, there's a government and there's a royal family, but, like, I'm pretty sure But the sure royal they, family has no power. No, uh, no political power. Mm-mm. They just sit there it's and there's. Uh, I don't know what the word is. Ceremonial? No, not ceremonial. It's <clears> just a position. What's the word I'm looking for here? What? Like the royal family? They're not. Like what? Never mind. They're ceremonial. Yeah, it's like it's just it's not ceremonial is not the right word. That's the problem, but like they're not like they're there just to kind of because it's culture. Yeah, it, they they it's have tradition. Tradition, yes. There we go. I don't know uh, why I couldn't come up with that word. <laughs> um, too many twos. But yeah, that's basically the gist of. Of these countries in general. Now I think it's 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 story time. All right. It's that time. I want to hear about Japan. I haven't heard anything about Japan. So, I mean, I could go into it for a while, but obviously I'm do what I try to do always and sum it up as quick and as kind of entertainingly as possible. So, when I was in fifth grade, there was this program you could sign up for and it was like you could be you know what an ambassador is right student ambassador yes you could be a junior student ambassador because you're in fifth grade obviously so you sign up you go through an interview process there's like hundreds of kids and they pick eight and of course like for some fucking reason i get picked All of a sudden, I'm this junior ambassador, and I'm basically a celebrity in Hawaii for, like, eight months. 
Like so you get selected. Yes, like the entire <laughs> state. Like I was in parades, I was in press conferences, like I did shows, like all the time. <laughs> like I'm not kidding. Fuck? I have pictures and shit that I could send. <laughs> but basically you get picked in like November, December probably, and then you go to be an ambassador in like July. So that entire time you're like training to be an ambassador, learning, and you're like a celebrity. Like you go around and everyone's like, are you excited? Like how prepared are you for to be this junior ambassador like when the the conference happens in july and like uh and then of course every country in the world sends some junior ambassadors so now all of a sudden in japan there's thousands of little fifth graders from all over the world just running around so anyways i am this junior ambassador so i get a free trip to japan so the only like catch is that Boston i shit and you're going all over the all over the state yeah it was like once once or twice a month we do like some event and it was like on tv and You're, shit like, campaigning and... yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> we were the faces of like this program and like every year obviously there's new kids so like you become the new face of the program whatever so blah 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 the months go by it's time to go we get this free trip to japan the only catch is you have to be a junior ambassador you go for two weeks the first week you are the junior ambassador, and then the second week is like a vacation week, and you stay with a host family, and you just kind of like chill with them. Anyways, we go. On the plane ride there, granted, this is like, I don't even want to guess what year it is. I was in fifth grade. Do you remember the swine flu? Oh, yeah, I had it. When it was like, oh, you did? I had it. When it was fucking us up? Yep. So... I got swine. There's this massive, it's kind of funny now because the coronavirus is like relevant, but like there was this massive like warning. It's like, you know, we're still going to go through with it, but like everyone take precaution. Like obviously the swine flu is like going around right now, really fucked. So we're on the plane there. And of course, one of the bitches, one of the eight of us, there's eight of us, one of them, a girl, four girls, four guys. She's like, I don't feel good. Oh like on the plane. God. And, and everyone's like, no dude, no, like, it could just be, like, you just, like, have a headache or you need to just, like, it's a long flight, blah, blah, blah. There's no way this is it. We land. She goes directly to a hospital because, you know, they're like, yo, like, no, we're not letting <laughs> you in this fucking country if you're sick at all. So she goes to this hospital directly from the airport. Oh, fuck. And she, she has the swine flu. Japanese hospital. She has the swine flu. So then her parents immediately have to fly to Japan. How long is <laughs> like, that flight? Ten? Okay, it's not terrible, but I mean it's not easy yeah. or cheap. Um but yeah, so her entire trip was over at that point. <laughs> like she just worked so hard to like get here and then like immediately gets the swine flu, just takes her out like a sniper. <laughs> so now we're down to seven. <laughs> The it's like entire Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. All of a sudden, kids from like different countries, obviously not like every country, start coming down with the swine flu. So like all of a sudden, like junior ambassadors are dropping. So you were like, American flies. ambassadors? Yes. Representing Hawaii. Was it always Hawaii that did it? Well, no, we weren't the only American ambassadors, but uh, we were the only ones from Hawaii. So like it was like a few states got some. I think DC obviously got some. Okay. But um 
But yeah, we were Hawaii's. But anyways, so like kids just start dropping like flies, right, with the swine flu. Like they cancel the entire conference. So everything we trained for like didn't matter at all anymore. And all they because... quarantined us. Do you know what quarantine <laughs> oh, is? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so now all of a sudden every country and like state like gets separated and you get quarantined and you literally cannot leave the hotel for any reason. And it's completely fucked. And I, I remember crying one night. I was like, I literally thought I was like in jail. I was like, holy fuck, this is scary. And your parents <laughs> aren't there, huh? No. So this is like the first time you're on a trip like by yourself. Dude, whatever. what the fuck? You're five. So, how I old mean, were you? Fifth grade. Oh, okay. So how old were we in fifth grade? Like 10, 12, 12 11. 11, maybe. I don't know. That's fucking young. I don't know if my parents would have even let me. Like, leave yeah, the country I mean, without them. My mom was hype, but my dad was not about it. But anyways, that's, I mean, that's basically the gist of the story. Like, I went to Japan for free as the face of America, and a bunch of people got fucked. And it just, like, all fell through, and I was just kind of trapped in Japan, and it was insane. <laughs> how many uh, days were you stuck? Or, like, how many days were you quarantined? Three. Oh like, God. could not leave the hotel, and then they clear you all of a sudden, and they make you take this medicine, too. That's another thing. They force you to take medicine from Japan. It was really messed up. Yo. It was fucked, what dude. Did you, do you know what you took? No. <laughs> I mean, I'm in fifth grade. They just give you a pill. You're like, fuck, okay. Oh, my God, dude. What the fuck? What could they have given you? I don't know. My parents might know because they obviously get it cleared by the parents. They're like telling you, we're going to have to give your kid this. And then your parents what? have to like approve of it. Like a maybe like a fucking immune system booster or something. It would be funny if like this whole time it was just like a Tylenol. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't just know. Just give you a little Motrin. Yeah. <laughs> just like a vitamin D gummy. But anyway, so did you yeah, not that's... really get to see much of Japan? Yeah, after that point, like, the conference was canceled, so, like, the rest of the time, you were just on vacation. So it ended up being pretty cool, but it was just, like, crazy. Were you homies with the kids? Yeah, we were oh, tight. That's dope. It was so cool. I remember us, we had some games, like, when we were quarantined. They <laughs> moved us places, too, for some reason. Like, we were in this creepy-ass, like... I don't even know. It, I can't wait till I die. I'll go on a little tangent here. I hope when you die, you get to re-watch your life over. Because I have these, like, vague memories of this trip, and it's insane. And, like, I hope they're actually true, and I'm just not just, like, creating them in my mind. Right. But there, anyways, there's, like, this weird hotel and whatever, and we just played, like, hide-and-go-seek tag. And it was, like, an abandoned hotel. We were the only ones in it because we're quarantined. Like, they're not going to quarantine us in a hotel with other people. Was it all the Americans or just the Hawaiians? No, it was, like, or all, all the, the countries. Kids. All okay. the countries are in this hotel, but, like, but you get a little... Else. What? Nobody else, though, and nobody can leave no. or enter. And that's the thing, is it's, like, a fat, like, campus of different hotels. I don't know what this place was, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, there's, like, some abandoned buildings in this shit, and we were just playing hide-and-go-seek tag, like, not scared at all. And, like, I still have a memory of it, and it was just fucking weird. But that's my trip to Japan. 
What's what's your craziest international story? Uh, I have well, I have one. But when I was in Amsterdam, I smoked. I think it was called Gorilla Glue Number Six. No, Number Thirty Three. <laughs> I think it was Thirty Three. It was either six or thirty three. I think it was thirty three though. Um and it was like the two thousand seventeen cannabis cup winner. And I was For what? best like best marijuana. Fucking like yeah. Uh, like yeah, something like that. Best strain I think it was. But so it's it's awesome over there. You kinda just walk into the coffee shop and they can't really advertise that it's a smoke shop. But they'll have like, if there's any sort of green there a plus sign. No, that's uh, no. There's there's like, if there's any sort of like green neon lighting anywhere, you're probably good to go. But uh, it's not like the coffee shops say like, like smoke shop or weed or whatever. They're just coffee shops, and you kind of just like know when you walk past it. But they can't, like, openly advertise, so it's kind of weird. Like, their laws are weird. But once you go inside, they have, like, two menus. And one's coffee and one's weed. Um, and so there's just, like, pre-rolls. Uh, you can buy it, like, by the gram. Uh, some of the places even had, like, bongs that you could hit there. Uh, you could, like, rent out bongs to hit. Um, so there was, like, all different stuff. But, uh... When I went, the, I mean, the whole time I was there, I was fucking smoking joints, the, like, the whole time, because it was just awesome. You could walk around, and, like, nobody cared. That's amazing. And, like, we took, like, a bike tour with, like, like a guided tour, and it was, like, kind of fucked, because I don't really remember there being any, like, little kids there, but there were, like, a lot of people, and, like, they'd give us some time just to, like, walk around the town. And I'd just be, like, walking around just fucking getting ripped. And, like, they're all, like, taking pictures with their families and shit. You have to, like, prepare <laughs> for that. If you're a family going to Amsterdam, like, that yeah, has dude. to be taken into account. I'm just, account. like, eating an ice cream cone, smoking a fucking <laughs> joint. Like, fucking absolutely wrecked. Everyone's probably, like, wondering if I'm, like, going to be okay to ride my bike back. There's, like, four-year-olds on the street, like, getting secondhand. They're, like, all just, like, tweaking. Oh, yeah, bad place to raise a family. You just see hookers and weed and mushrooms <laughs> everywhere. Um, but when I smoked that joint, like, I smoke a lot, so a joint should not be a problem. I smoke this joint. I smoke, like, half of it, and I just, like, I, I put it out on the table, and I'm just, like, sitting there. I'm, like, oh, my God, okay. How many hits do you think you took? I smoked like half of it, yeah. But, but it was like a, it was like a like king size. It was a king size joint. Um, okay. So it was pretty big. It was like a full gram in it, but uh, so I smoked like half of it and put it out and just like put it back in my backpack and I was like, all right, I gotta chill. And like, <laughs> my sister doesn't smoke much. She probably hit it like once or twice, so she was like fine. She was just chilling. And like we were just sitting there. Were you there. tweaking? <laughs> I was tweaking a little bit, dude. We were sitting there for a while. And then like at one point we were just like, all right, like, do you want to go like walk around some more? And uh it was just me and my sister, by the way. We took like a little European trip uh when she graduated college. But uh so like I start walking, dude, and like 
I can't like my legs aren't really working right, dude. <laughs> like straight up, they felt like they were like noodles, like spaghetti noodles. Like, what do you mean they weren't working? Like I couldn't control them, dude. They were like wiggling <laughs> and shit. Like, and I, I could tell I wasn't walking in a straight line. And then I got like really paranoid that like someone was gonna, like the cop was gonna stop me or something for being too fucked up. And I just had my sunglasses on, and I just remember like looking at the ground, and uh, and like Amsterdam, it's Amsterdam's pretty like busy, and the streets are like real narrow, so mm -hmm. um, a lot of it like you're walking like shoulder to shoulder with people, and like I was seriously like freaking the fuck out because I like I couldn't walk, my legs weren't working, yeah, I like. I wanted to tell my sister, like, yeah, like we need to like what go do you somewhere. Mean, what I, do you mean your legs weren't working? Like, what know. were you doing? Like, I couldn't really feel my legs, and like, I just couldn't. I wasn't walking normally. I can't explain <laughs> it, but my legs weren't moving as they should be, and I couldn't walk straight. I remember that too. Like, I, I, I wasn't like completely zigzagging. But I couldn't walk totally straight. Like every couple steps, I'd kind of veer off a little bit. Um, so we're walking around for a while. We get some. I think I got like a a big waffle. With some <laughs> <laughs> so I was just chilling at that point. I was like, all right, I'm I'm cool. And then, uh, so I guess like, I guess I get hot. So I I take off my like sweatshirt and I just wrap it around my waist. And I have my backpack too, so um, we like leave the uh, we leave the waffle spot, and we just like walk around a little more, um, kind of just just checking it out because it was like a first or we we were only there for I think two days, so we were kind of just walking around and looking at everything. But after a while, I'm like, yo, I don't have my phone or my wallet, and I'm like. Like, this is a problem. So I, like, stop, and I, like, open my backpack, and I look all through it, and I can't, like, it's nowhere. And I, like, really start to freak out. So I'm like, holy fuck, like, I don't have, like, I don't have my phone, and I don't have my ID, I don't have my credit card, I don't have any cash with me now. Um, Where's so Jack? Where's your sister? She's with me. And okay. so she's like, all right, like, so we got to go back, like, to the waffle spot and, like, check. And we got to go back to the fucking coffee shop and check. So we walk all the way back and, like, retrace our steps because if you've ever been there, it's just, like, a ton of tiny streets. It's hard to find your way around. Like, it's pretty easy to get lost. But so we finally find our way back, and I, like, walk up still really fucking stoned and, like, not able to walk all the way. And I walk up to the counter, and I'm like, like, did you find, like, a phone and a wallet somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> and like the lady's like like no like sorry that's fucked but no and so like i'm seriously <laughs> freaking out like my i had my sister like call my parents and like tell them that i was like fucked and all this shit so i'm looking for like 30 minutes and then i think and i'm like oh shit my hoodie's tied around my waist Oh my god! <laughs> and I like undo it and reach in the pocket, and my phone's in one pocket, and my wallet's <laughs> in the other one. And I'm like, "Oh my fucking god! Oh. Thank God this didn't actually happen." But I was freaking the fuck out for like 
a solid 40 minutes thinking I had no money for the rest of my trip or any form of identification other than my passport. How are you going to... Oh, okay. So you still had your passport. I was going to say, yeah. would you have been like... Yeah, fucked? I wasn't walking around with my passport. I, I would leave that at like the hotel, but yeah. Jeez. So that was terrible. <laughs> I got way too high in Amsterdam. Gorilla wow. glue number six or maybe 33. <laughs> One of the Probably other. 33. I think it was 33. Sounds super specific. Like you would not remember if it wasn't. Um, or no, you know what? Maybe it was White Widow number seven or something like that. <coughs> I don't know. I'll have to go back and look. But either way, I got wrecked. White Widow? Yes. <laughs> it's kind of a fuck name. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty common one. Um, the other one, the other story, I was in Ireland with my sister. We were in Dublin. It was the same trip. And we went to this, like, little pub. We got some Guinness and some shepherd's pie. We were just, like, chilling, hanging out. It was a good time. Um, the place was actually cool, too. I don't remember what the name of it was, but... They had, um, they had like sports hats, like baseball caps, from like pretty much every team like on the planet, like every American team, like every European soccer team, like rugby teams, fucking weird ass sports. They just have like hats and memorabilia like all across the place, and they had like they had some Steelers shit, like Pirates, even Penguins, like it was crazy. But so we were just in there eating and drinking, having a good time. And so I'm like, all right, I got to go take a shit. So I go up. It is like a two-star, two-story two bar. Um, So I go up the steps and find the bathroom. And I go into the stall. And I sit down to take a dump. And I'm just chilling, you know, minding my business on my phone probably. Um and this dude, like, I, I hear the door, I hear the door open, like, fast. Like, someone's in a hurry. And so, uh, the dude runs in, and he goes right to the stall next to me. And, like, you know how you can see people's feet? Yeah. In the stall next to you? So, he's standing, like, real tight up against the median between us. Like, with his back to it, almost. What that's okay. what it looked like. His so his feet were super close, and so I'm like, okay, but like he's like he's doing like the the pee pee dance. Like he's he's got to he's got to go, mm-hmm. and I don't know like what happened, but next thing I know, a big dollop of shit, like not full blown diarrhea, but like. <laughs> Real, like I'm trying to think of like it was like a like a milkshake consistency, like a thicker <laughs> milkshake. It okay. just like plops down onto the tile floor, like right at the median. <laughs> and I'm like I'm in shock, dude. <laughs> is, there, is there any contact with me? Yeah. No, thank fuck. Like I oh looked to see if I got God. splashed on or anything, but I didn't. <laughs> I was gonna say, are you using the splash zone? And so, like, it happens, and I kind of just jump, and I'm like, yo, like, it took me a second to, like, realize what the fuck was happening. And then, like, more starts to come down, dude. And I just, like, stand the fuck up. I don't even wipe my ass, dude. I pull up my pants, and I book it out of there. Because the smell start to hit, started to hit me, too. 
and like I start to gag and I thought I was going to be puking in there and I just like I had to get the fuck out. So why did he not shit in the toilet? I don't know. That's the thing. And so I I went over to the fucking bartender and I was like, "Yo, dude, um somebody just like shit on the wall and the floor." <laughs> Like upstairs, you should probably like. God, that would suck. You gotta, to you gotta send somebody up there. And he's like, like, what are you talking about? And I was like, like what I just said, dude. And he's like, uh, okay, like, well, all right, we'll, we'll we'll send somebody up. Thank you. But it was just, that was. Damn. If it would have touched me, I would have kicked down that stall door, dude. I would. It been, was. It was so close, dude. And I. St- I would have. I started. I would have ruined my month. It was disgusting. If it hit, if it hit my shoe, if it, it was, even like splash zoned oh, onto yeah, my dude. top of my it's shoe, just a, it was, it was a fat, like it was probably a cup, <laughs> and it was a measurement. If that was your measurement, yeah. If if I had a measuring cup and caught it, I think it'd fill up a cup. <laughs> but that was a big turn off for Ireland. I'm kind of scared to go back. Those fucking that would drunk Irish me. fuckers. It was probably some hammered Irish motherfucker who had been drinking was... Jameson and Guinness all day, getting fucked, and then he shits on the wall. And I have <laughs> probably, to see it. He probably thought he was, like, in the toilet. And I had, like, PTSD, like, dude. I came back, and my sister's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no. S- something <laughs> just happened. <laughs> I wouldn't have been okay. I would not have been okay. I was, like, I I had, like, the... The thousand yard stare. <laughs> like the fucking PTSD stare. <laughs> can't even like kind of just like back into just like looking into the distance. Like you can't think. It was terrible. <laughs> but yeah, that's probably my craziest story of uh of my travels. That the Mexico blackout and getting way too fucking stoned in Amsterdam. I wanted so, to get a hooky, but I was with my sister the whole time, so it was kind of weird. Yeah, that would have been. Maybe next time I'll get a hooky. That was the other thing. If you, like, go down to the red light district on a Friday night, the, some of the chicks in the windows are, like, literally straight dimes. Like, so weird. perfect. But we also walked through there on, like, a Wednesday during the day. Ooh. You got some like sixty year old men cross dressing. You got oh. oh yeah, dude. All the hogs come out during the day. <laughs> Weekdays, that's that's for the hogs. But dude, there's a like we've hit this strip club in uh East Lansing, Michigan. <laughs> it's bad. And we always go on like a Wednesday for some reason. Like we've never been on a weekend or anything. We're always just like bored or like fucked up or both. And we're just like real ratchet. Yeah. And it's just like really bad. Like just imagine like the the quality in the middle of Michigan on a Wednesday. (laughs) Like it's it's bottom tier. Is it like a highway one? Is it like the side of a highway? Literally right off the highway. Yeah. (laughs) You take an exit and you take a right and there it is. (laughs) Yeah. The only one I went to here was uh, Erotica, or is that what it's called, I think? Exotica or Erotica? 
I don't know that one. One of the two. Whatever one's in Keys Rocks. It was actually pretty uh pretty solid. But strip clubs are kind of bait. Because you just get all horned up and then you <laughs> leave with a bunch of bros. <laughs> Hammered. Pissed off. Yeah. I'm about to I'm about to fly home in about five days now. You're doing a little pit stop. What do you got? A wedding? Yep. Got a little wedding. Gonna uh you know, hopefully we overlap, but if not, if not. But it, it's weird, like I enjoy traveling. I don't know what it is. I kinda hate traveling like within the state. I don't like driving far distances. No, driving sucks. Flying. I like flying. I like I like but flying. But it's weird too. when I'm on the plane itself, I'm miserable. Yeah. But well, like every other yeah. part I like. I don't know. There's something weird about showing up and it's kinda like its you're own right. like it's world. like it's like you know you're about to have fun if you're in the airport. Yeah. I mean when we were like when we were going to LA it was just me, you, and Sickles, and we just kind of, like, we had a little long layover in Denver, I think it was, and we were just kind of, like, chilling yeah. at the airport. It's, like, its own little society, almost. I've been getting kind of nervous on airplanes lately. Like, I have a little little nervousness on takeoff. Like, that something bad's going to happen? Like, like, the last time I was on a plane, when we went to uh, Orlando... I remember, like, during takeoff, I was, like, a little sketch. Well, I mean, if anything goes off the beaten path, I'm immediately in just, like, panic mode. I'm just like, oh, shit, so we're going to die. Like, like that, was the, that was the sign. Like, it was weird. When I was, like, younger, like, turbulence or anything, like, like when I went to Europe, uh, I think the first time I went to Italy, I was, like, 14 or 15. Um, but, like, it didn't scare me at all. But, like, I think it's maybe because it's, like, I'm more aware now or cause I've watched a bunch of fucked up videos about plane crashes and malfunctions and shit. I don't know. But yeah, the last, uh, the last time I was on a plane, I was kind of scared at the beginning. It's just like little things, like if little things like start to happen. I'm just like, this is, this is going to be on NBC news and they're going to be like, yeah, the first thing that happened was like, there was slightly more turbulence than normal. Then all of a sudden, like the wing fell off <laughs> and like, it and started with it. turbulence. And, like, they should have known. And I'm just like, Fuck. then the cockpit detached from the rest of the plane. <laughs> there was literally no one flying it. It was just a piece of junk in the sky. Soaring, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I like traveling, like flying. I like flying. Yeah. Flying's kind of fun. Have you ever been on Something a cruise? Though. No. I don't want to go on a cruise. No. No desire at all. I saw this documentary about cruises and, like, just how hard they, like, fuck you and the employee. Like, it was just, like, basically this, like, 30-minute episode about, like, the shittiness of cruises and, like, what goes (laughs) on behind the scenes. Basically, if you – there's a law. So he broke down the laws when you're in cruises, right? Because it's, like, all about – They can kick you off the boat. If you like were to steal a TV from a Walmart in Pennsylvania and then you were driving and you crossed into the Ohio border, all of a sudden like the jurisdiction gets messed up. So obviously when you're on a cruise though, like you're in the water. So it's like there's no one owns the water. You're either in American waters or international waters. And then there's like some weird buffer zones and it's all about like how many miles offshore you are. But anyways, 
depending on where you are, you can legally get away with murder, assault, uh-uh. um, rape. Yes. I mean, it's not there's legal, no police force. but you can, yes. There's like, no, it's not like, ruling, legal. There's no ruling body. It's just like, I don't remember the details of like why, but it's like, you can get away with it. I'm, legal is not the right word. Like, it's not legal, but, but like, you can get away with it. There's nobody to go to. It's exactly. It's like who you'd do have you to report? go to like the UN. Yeah, and they don't give. And a then fuck it's about kind of shit. like they're trying to save the there's world. There's something I don't know why the country Guatemala is coming to mind, but it's like some country like that where all these like Royal Caribbean, uh, Carnival. what are the other big cruise lines? Carnival, yeah, they're all like saying their headquarters are in Guatemala or something, and it's something about like the taxes because they can say they're wherever. Because their business is conducted in international waters. Oh shit! So they just completely finesse the system, and just get away with all kinds of shit. Oh shit! Interesting. And there's a, it's called like the flag flying law, and literally the only thing they have to fly the Guatemalan flag on their ship, and by doing that, it means their company is Guatemalan. They're like associating with. Yeah, like I'm like. So they can choose any country in the world. I don't or do they know have how to be able would. to like land they have to have like a dock like a port there maybe maybe like you probably couldn't choose like a landlocked state whatever it country. is there's a finesse going on with cruises and I'm just not going to take the risk of like getting on one and some shit going down and them being like sorry bro like we're in Guatemala technically dude and I'm like <laughs> I can see Florida right there <laughs> yeah dude. plus I don't know, dude. I feel like I hear about shit going south on those things all the time. Oh, yeah. Like those two like crashed corona? into each other. <laughs> what a How fuck up, happen? dude. What Who a fuck up. That up. Somebody yeah. fucked up big time. Exactly. I watched another video, one just like coasting in to the port. And like it's just grinding on the side, dude. So you just like hear it. It's just like... <sighs> And, like, parts of the thing are just getting, like, ripped off. And the thing's, like, showing no signs of slowing down. It's just no. fucking full like, sand. Like, what's it's stopping like, a cruise ship? Like, really? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. So. But, like, uh, and there was the one that, like, flipped not that long ago. Like, you're fucked if your cruise ship fucking tips over. The one, like, three days ago? Oh, did one happen recently? Coron- well, there was the thing with the coronavirus. Like, someone had it on the ship and everyone got like you got fucked. Oh, well, there was one where like they wouldn't they wouldn't let anybody like like yeah, there was a cruise ship that they wouldn't let no countries would let dock there until they got <laughs> to like <laughs> they got to um some real shitty fucking African country. I can't remember what it was. But they well, got to somewhere you're where you're like, "Well, shit, I'd probably rather be on the boat right now." If you're in that situation like what do you even do? You're fucked. Like, you can't eat the food. <laughs> it's a World War Z situation. Like, they might as well have just, like, bombed the boat and been like, damn, we lost all those lives. Yeah, dude. I don't know. There's so many sketchy things about cruise ships. And I fucking hate the ocean. The ocean's the scariest place what? on, like, I don't ha- I don't, I like going to the beach. But my, like, biggest fear is being dropped in the middle of the ocean. I'd There's rather I'd it. rather die than even like try to make it. 
There's something about it that's like freeing. If you could I drop think I me in the before. literal dead center of the Pacific or shoot me in the head right now, I'd take the bullet. I'd take the bullet. I mean, yeah. you're not surviving if you're in the middle of the ocean. There's a chance. What, a boat comes okay, across dude, you? You're no, not swimming anywhere. Put me like 500 miles off the coast. So, like, I'm pretty close to civilization, but, that like, I can't even scary. see it. Like, that's well, I mean, even, that's the real scare. Not being able to see anything around you. Dude, if you're... You could just swim forever, but literally be going in a circle. You have no clue. If you were two miles off the coast of an island, like, you could barely see it, and it would take you days to get there. No. Two miles, bro? Come on. I could swim two miles. I'd be gassed. I could do long. it. <laughs> yeah, like, it would just be, like, a gassing, like... <laughs> Plus, once experience. you get in, like, to a certain point, you could just fucking float, and the waves would carry you to shore. Well, I mean, by that point, you'd be, like, a tenth of a mile out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, but if... I'm saying, like, two miles out, like... That's where the sharks are, bro. I know, <laughs> dude. That's the like thing, they're not dude. in the middle of the Pacific. Like, I'd start panicking and just like flap real quick and like not be moving at all. <laughs> I'd burn out. Yeah, I'd, I'd burn. burn. <laughs> exactly, I'd burn out so quickly, dude. If I if there was like any sort of splash behind me, dude, like, I, I'd, I'd freak the fuck out and I would lose Burnt, all dude. efficiency. If I felt anything on my leg. Oh my god, dude, oh you're god. you're creeping me out right now. I'd give I if if I had a gun on me that worked in water <laughs> and I was swimming to shore and I felt something on my leg I just <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't know if I told you this but like there's something freeing about Would you rather be dropped in the middle things. of the desert or the middle of the ocean? It's either drown Probably to death desert. or freeze to death. Wait, what? Freeze in a desert? Oh yeah, dude, at night. Oh maybe. I was thinking you deserts you'd be hot at night are well yeah, if you can make well, it here's, through the day you're gonna die overnight. Here's a good question. Would you rather be too cold or Wait, too hot? Think about being in the middle of the ocean at night. Well, okay, so that's where I was getting with it. My favorite thing to do that's kind of freeing is night surf. Like literally one of my favorite activities because you can't see anything. <laughs> That sounds terrible. You're just like out there and the water's black. Like the sky is black. And it's just like the moon is like barely hitting the top of the water. And then you can barely see like your friends. And it's just like the coolest shit ever because like all you can do is just hear the water and feel it. Yeah. I do like kind of like going to the beach at night is fun. And there's also something about it where it's like in the day, if I saw a shark, I'd freak the fuck out. But at night, like you couldn't see it. So it's kind of just like. Oh, if I get eaten by a shark right now, like it was meant to be, like whatever. Yeah, like, like at least, you literally at least just, like, I won't see it coming. <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, I mean, if I really am out here right now and a shark kills me, like, okay, I, I guess I'm gonna. This is my time. Like yeah. I'm gonna die. Whatever. <laughs> like you just kind of accept it. Did you used to get scared in pools ever when you were little? Scared of what? Like, when I was little, dude, I'd be in, like, my neighbor's pool, and I'd always think there's, like, a shark in there. <laughs> no. I like, wouldn't. I remember, like, if I was underwater, especially, like, if it was night swimming and there weren't, like, lights in the pool. 
like I'd be underwater stuck. and I'd like remember I'd like shoot up to the top and like freak out for a second. Like I don't I know. I always got frustrated <laughs> that I could never float. Oh, you can't like, float. Like you know, when bro? people just land there like yeah, spread eagle float. and they're just floating. Can't do it. I'll teach you. I feel like you I'm too to skinny. Like... It's my body frame. No, it's... we have the same body. I can uh it's not hard. You just have to like push your stump like puff your stomach out. I don't know, it's weird. But anyways, answer the question. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? Not even like at a deadly amount, like just like when you feel cold, too hot. Would you rather have feel that or too would you hot, rather dude. be like when you're hot? Too hot. Dude, I know people that would rather be too cold. Oh my god. And dude. Multiple people. I hate and being I just, cold. No, it's the worst. <laughs> I'd rather be drenched in sweat wearing nothing but boxers. Would you and rather still be hot? I, th I think I'd rather it be like a hundred degrees than twenty. Oh, hundred percent. Oh fuck, because twenty's not that cold. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Hundred is hot. That's what like, I'm saying. But I don't care, dude. Shit. If it's okay, zero percent humidity, a hundred degrees is really not that bad. No, true, but you're never. I mean, the only times I've been in like 90s is I'm in Florida, and that humidity's at one million percent, and you're just you in step pain. outside for like two seconds, and you walk inside, and you're drenched. You're drenched. <laughs> you're drenched. The air's like, just like wet and like thick. You can like feel you it. Feel like you just like exercise. <laughs> yeah. Even if you're outside for like a 10 to 15 second span, you walk inside and it's AC and you feel good, but you're like, I'm like, physically oh, I'm kinda, exhausted. I'm kind of moist right now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'd rather be too hot as well. Like there's no worse feeling to me than like getting in your car, like when it's 10, when it's cold. 10 degrees out. Do you yeah. ever just scream? Yes. Like yeah, all the time. Little... <laughs> I'm just in there and I just fucking, <laughs> yes. It's either short little like, ah, ah. Or it's just like a one long one where I try to get like I try to use like my voice to warm me up almost <laughs> like my whole get body. everything moving. Yeah, just get it going, dude. There's got to be they got to invent now. We're really just stretching it. Right <laughs> yeah, now, we're like, not talking about travel at all, dude. Like, how has there not been like something innovated in cars where you can just get in and turn the heat and on hot. and it's just hot? Yeah, <laughs> dude. It's 2020, bro. It shouldn't take that long. Even in the best cars, it's going to take like a minute like, or two. If I wonder if the Tesla heats up quicker. Because like if you think about it, like true electricity, leave, like you can leave a space heater out in the snow and the second you plug it in, like you're getting hot air. Yeah. But with the car, I mean, think you about to wait for that shit to heat stove. up. So I wonder if like an electric heat, like an electric car heats up quicker. Well, an electric stove, like if you turn that bitch to high right now, like it would get hot and 10 seconds so like how is it definitely i feel like that it does get better in teslas because it does your car use gas to heat up the car how does your car's heat work <laughs> all right now you <laughs> oh shit no, how does air conditioning work how does any of it work because no, like heat makes sense because you could like redirect the heat coming off the engine well, how but does how do okay. you make something cold? How does a shower work? Well, that's pretty straightforward. How? What do you mean how? Like Got if you adjust it a tiny running. bit, it gets hotter. Yeah, because you're opening. There's two. There's two outs. 
there's a hot water line and a cold water line. And your two controls control each of them. So if you turn on the cold water, the hot water is completely blocked off. You're not getting any hot water. So that's how it adjusts. It's pretty straightforward. How is the water hot, though? Because there's a water heater. But water is unlimited. So, like, does the water heater withhold unlimited amount of water? That's what I'm no, saying. No, the water gets pumped through it and becomes hot. Well, that's what I mean. How is it heating up so fast and changing temperature at will? It's not. Have you ever, like, you can run out of hot water. Yeah, but you could also not. Like, Fuck, it could go dude, for I don't a know. long fucking time. Like, I'm in a hotel right now, so obviously it's fucking massive. They have an but, like, industrial I, fuck. I take long-ass showers. Like, at what point would it not be hot? Well, they probably... That's what I mean. I don't know, dude. Fuck, fuck you, man. <laughs> That's what I mean. Well, the air conditioning thing, though, I literally don't know how you change the temperature of air at will. Unless, like, you run it through, like bag of ice cubes <laughs> that's what i mean what, what is how do you control air i don't know we're getting <laughs> we're getting weird now yeah uh but yeah the travel episode went well got into a lot definitely travel if you get the chance and honestly you can find you can do a trip to europe for like under two thousand dollars $2,000, like, is a lot of money, but it's fucking worth it. And even if, like, you're not going to Europe, you can go to South America, like, way cheaper. You can get, uh, you can even get flights to, uh, you could do, uh, like, five, probably five days, all-inclusive trip in Mexico for under $1,000. My so, parents, like, I right feel there. bad. Like, my mom has never been to Europe, and my dad's never even left the country besides Canada. Really? So it's like, like they, and doesn't they want dad, to, and it's like, doesn't he have family in Italy or no? Am I tripping? I mean, he's of Italian descent. I don't know uh, if there's yeah. physically his family there, but I don't like, I just feel guilty when I talk to them. Cause like they want to go. And it's just like, if you're young, like it's the best time to go. Cause the older they get, the more responsibilities you have and the harder it is to just like pull the trigger almost. Yep. So definitely, if you're, you're listening to this podcast and you have not been to another country or a different continent, I guess we should say, it's definitely worth it. Yep. You just got set set aside like 50 bucks a month, 100 bucks a month. Shit adds up quick. If you set 100 bucks a month aside, some pretty complex math here. That's twelve hundred bucks after a year. There's most of your trip paid for. And we recommend Italy. It's <laughs> not even that expensive. No. Like if you have to like and save once you're money, in you Europe, have to pick one. It's like not much more expensive to go to like Italy, Germany, Spain, England than it is to go to Italy. Yeah. Like it'd be another couple hundred bucks more. Exactly. Because flights and trains and shit are real. I'm saying I don't I don't remember food being expensive. Um it was super expensive in Switzerland. If you go to Milan in Italy, it's Paris really is expensive. expensive. Yeah, I've heard Paris is expensive. But Italy, I'm saying like London I London was pretty Rome, expensive. I was in Rome and it just seemed no, like Rome average. Wasn't bad. 
yeah. Venice, so, Florence, they're all yeah, they're all pretty standard, I think. So you'll live. But yeah. Well, that's episode six. Our next episode, we may may have a legit setup. Yeah. Ideally, we're uh, we're in the same room. Yeah. For once. But we'll see you guys then, hopefully. Again, you can... Oh, we finally got... uh, We got a little social media up, so we're... Are we Tube Station Pod? Yeah, on Tube Instagram? Station Pod. On Instagram. Give us a follow. Uh, also subscribe to us on YouTube just so we can get some more viewers out there. Keep texting me. Keep telling me what you like, what you don't like. Not many people have told me what they don't like, which is annoying me. So don't be scared to uh, give me a little criticism. 100%. Please just contact us about... If you're listening to this, just let us know you're listening. Tell us what <laughs> so was that, boring, what was entertaining, and everything yeah. else. Um, I'm NoelJ33 on my socials. That's JackDame22. And this was the Tube Station Podcast. See you guys next time.